Ticket's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. You need to be more like a doll. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. show is back. Well, I'm oh, just, yeah. just I'm back. And, and you were gone the last couple days, weren't you, as well, for your birthday? Yeah, but I was here I was here yesterday. Oh, yeah, you were here yesterday, yeah. Uh, I was holding it down for, what, about two and a half weeks? Yeah. It feels weird. It felt weird without you, Bach. I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. It was it was fun. I was working out uh, at the College World Series, which mm-hmm. was a blast. Uh, did you make... I saw you went to Omaha with the idea of going to a game, but didn't quite make it in, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, I went to Omaha. Well, the thing was, if Notre Dame was actually going to make some type of run, I probably would have gone. Oh, yeah. But after they were toast, and I saw tickets were like $300, which I don't know what that was about. I think it had something to do... Because they're not doing general seating anymore. Because that used to be a thing. Because I went last year when Mississippi State had oh, that walk off against Texas, and the tickets were only like thirty bucks or something right, like that. On but the it secondary was, market, but it was general seating in the outfield, which they don't do anymore. Right. So, I mean, it is. What and it Ole Miss is. fans absolutely took over, but there they were did. there were a few games there where they abs- they probably could have used a lower ticket price, uh, especially when you know when people are, were at work or whatever. But right. um, it was it it was it was a blast. I had fun at the College World Series as I usually do. Um, Things didn't go well for my teams while I was, while I was gone. The Celtics lost uh, the NBA Finals, which somewhat that feels like forever ago. It does feel like forever. I ago. am sorry about that, Bob. Yeah. I Draymond has been out of control. I'll give you yes. that. It's he's been off the rails. He's the worst guy to have win because he's not the reason that they won. No, he played well in their in. Game he's the six. loudest about it though. But yeah, he's absolutely, and that's his that's his job. That's his part of the game. But this whole old media versus new media thing mm-hmm. is just. It's too much. And now Kendrick Perkins wants to punch him. Yeah, I don't know what that's about either. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins is beefing with everybody. I I don't understand. But I completely forgot about that, to be entirely honest with you. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Also, since I've been gone, uh, Bryce McGowan's was drafted. So and I want you to apologize. I've, I've I want a, you no, to I've apologize. i to pick with you. I never said no. he was going to get picked in the lottery. Yes, you did. I've heard you say that on numerous occasions. No, you said he was going to pick the lottery, and no, I said I he's didn't. a second. Yes, you did. And I said he's a second-round draft pick, and you said there's no way he falls out of the first this round. Is, this is no, not. No, no, Who no. were you talking to? I didn't say those things. I said that he potentially in no, the mock draft. No, 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 no. On the mock drafts no. I saw check was the tapes. as high as 21. Yeah, you go check the I, tapes. I will. I'm going to check the tapes. You're making the claims that I no. said there's no I'm way he falls out of the first I never and I'm that. making it a promo. I'm Go making ahead. it. A, I'll make yes. it a promo, Please do. and it'll be. I was right all along because I said he's a second round draft pick, and you know I said that. That's fine. That you, you know said I that. did, that's and fine. you and you know I did. And that's fine, but I never said he was a lottery pick. I might have said if he had come back, he might have been a lottery pick, similar to what Jaden Ivey and, and Keegan Murray and Johnny Davis did. That was the path to being a lottery pick. Um, but but I, I was, agree with you. I said they were all lottery picks. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying we're on the same page there. I what, I what I'm saying is I never said he was going to be a lottery pick this year. Yes, you did. No, I did. Yes, you did, Bob. I did. I'm checking the tapes. No, we got to get Harrison in here because Harrison's doing a lot of the podcast. And I'm going to yeah. say, Harrison, I need you to go in the archives and I need you to check. There's got to be somewhere in there a segment that says Bach takes Bryce McGowan's in the lottery or something like that. If I, I'm if, telling you, if I would said that, that would have been like my hot take of the summer. That would that be wasn't like, a hot take though. At, that at is one time. a hot. Take. No, no, no. There, you I, certainly like had said, him in the first round. Maybe not lottery. You had him in the first round. I was hoping for him to be drafted in the okay. first round. All I right, saw mock right. drafts of him uh, at toward the end of the first round. We're using selective word choice here when that is not what happened, <laughs> Bach. You out had him in the first everybody round. everybody I said he was in well, the lottery. Which I, I think you say, did. I would never say that. I didn't see one mock draft <laughs> with him in the lottery. I wouldn't stand on an island by myself saying, well, I think he's a lottery pick. Yeah, I, I think what? you did. I think you did. <laughs> no, I and did. I think it's funny, too, because uh, to let the listeners know, we, we have a group chat of me, Nick, Bach, and Rico. And I texted in there just slandering Bach saying, I told you, Bach, he wasn't going to be a lottery pick. Which, listen, the worst part about it is, like, I was rooting for Bryce McGowan's. That's the thing is I was rooting for him to be a lottery pick. I was rooting for him to be a first-round draft pick. I just think, ultimately, no team was going to take him in the first round, and no team did. Well, it's a deep draft. There's a lot of talent there. I mean, There is a lot of talent. The people that were picked before him was like, this is a seven-footer that can do everything. (laughs) <laughs> it's like this right. guy led and the I, SEC But that's the thing, and that's the problem. As I said, what's going to hold Bryce McGowan's back is that he can't shoot. Right. And that's ultimately what held him back. Yeah, I mean, amongst other things. I think he projects to be a 3 and D wing, and he needs to work on his 3 and D more than anything. He's got to put on some weight, too. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got NBA athleticism. He, he told does. Us, he he does. told us he was a one and done. Um, so, he did. You know, th- he I was at least transparent. Any of this, th- you know, comes as a surprise. Certainly wanted to be uh, a first-round pick because you get the guaranteed contract and all that. But I still right. think that he's going to be, if not highly valued in that organization, a highly valued, um, uh, you know, even from without the organization. I've said this. He seems like, I mean, he seems like the guy young enough. That he's not—he's not like a—he's like a stay-at-home stash or drafting stash, right? Um, because he can stay in the G League and and develop his game the next couple of years. Which I think is what's going to ultimately be not the demise. I don't think that's the right word, but that's what's going to hold him back. Is because in the first round, you're not always going to go straight to the NBA, but you do have that guaranteed contract. You can flirt. When in the NBA, all you want is a second-round draft pick, and you're not guaranteed a contract, and then you just right. sit in the G League. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know, but I mean he's certainly got his chance. I mean to be drafted at the age of nineteen, I don't care where you know where you're drafted is a is a heck of a deal for him. So I mean, well, well I mean everybody I think cheering he should for him. Stayed. I get that. I think he should. Yeah, stayed. I mean, I think it's ultimately what that what this right. all is coming down to is. I think he should have stayed. I think he should have stayed as well. Um, and I think that you know, I I think that there was because that's what the the problem with the the draft. Um, you know, the mock drafts had is that half of them had him, um, you know, in the first round, but half of them didn't. Right. Um. So, you know, you, I kind of selected, oh, this one's got him 21 because that's as high as I'd seen it. But I saw other ones a little bit lower than that. And it wouldn't be, you know, outside of, of uh, you know, be a crazy thing if he was drafted in the first round. There's lots of guys that, you know, it's kind of funny <laughs> um, just watching the draft recap as they go back to Jay Billis. It's like, you got, you had this guy as a first round guy. And he's like, well, he's like the 33rd pick. He's right. And, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. the same, right. You know, yeah. There's not quite, too much yeah. discrepancy. Right. Here, you know, right. It, so it, it's kind of funny how they go back and do that. I also thought it was funny. Did you watch the, uh, did you watch the draft with, with Jay Billis and Kendrick Perkins? I, I watched a little a bit of, of it. I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of oh. it. 
Well, for the Bryce McGowan's one, somebody clearly had given Jay Billis the note that, like, he, it, they expected, like, it was probably a little note, like, if he's a first-round pick, which is what I'm saying. I mean, he could have been a first-round right. pick, is that, uh, you know, he, he uh, Billis started going, like, he's the first Nebraska player drafted since Tron Liu in the, and, and like, he, he had the note for, like, the first oh, first-round pick, no. and then was just kind of, like, just kind of faded. That comment just kind of faded away. He didn't. It was like an incomplete. Oh, sentence he didn't finish because he had the note that in case he was drafted first. Because he would have been the first first round pick since Teron Lou. Yeah. Since Teron Lou, which is sad. The thing is, though, I was talking to Nick about this yesterday. Though Bach is, I think the issue that you have with the basketball program right now is because you have the home run hire in Hoiberg, and it's not like you don't have talent. You've had three guys drafted in the past four seasons, and say what you will about the second round. I know towards the back end of the second round. A lot of it is just kind of flyers, just seeing if a guy sticks. It's pure athleticism. Say whatever you will. That's three guys in the past four seasons, and you have a collective 24 wins in the past three. Yeah. Like, I, that's the issue with Nebraska basketball right now is you can ask every single person what the solution is, and you would get a different answer out of everyone because we don't know. Like, legitimately, and that's why I, I was always pushing back against you when you said Hoiberg might get fired, should be fired, whatever word you want to use. You like to put a lot of words in my mouth. No, 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 no. We talked about this, and you said you think <laughs> they have to let him go, and you you can admit to that because I know you did. And my argument was like, I know you hate the who can you get that's better. Football, I'm with you. You're still Nebraska football. Listen, you're a blue blood. You are going to be able to get a good coach. Nebraska basketball has never won a tournament game. Sometimes you just kind of have to deal with what you got and see if it sticks. And it's, let's not act like it's going to be that much better if you get rid of them. Okay, you make an NIT. Is that really what our goal is here? I think our goal is to win a tournament game. But, it, I mean, at some point you have to just ask for at more some than point, second yes. round picks and no continuity. Right. Um, you need, you know, so I, I get what you're saying. It's just... <laughs> I and I and I'm too. I, I I get exactly what you're saying. Like it's not going to be a good look if Hoiberg of all people comes to Nebraska and mm -hmm. fails. Uh, I think it will get uh, more doomy and gloomy just the, just to take that job and to say, wow. I mean, if if he couldn't do it, I don't know what you know right. what we're going to do to turn this. Which around. Scott Frost in Nebraska football, I don't agree with that. That's because I've heard some close, people right. say that. Well, which I don't agree. It's with. just a different, you know, the different standard um, for the program. You've you've won before at Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's just the difference. And you know, and it, it, I, I hate saying that sometimes because, like, like Strickland when he comes in, it's like they did great things. They're in the top ten when he committed to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. They're in the top ten. There was a stretch. There they won the they, Big Eight. They were really good. Yeah, I mean, they they won the NIT. They won the Big Eight. They uh, again competed as as a top twenty five program for a few years in a row. In the early nineties, they just never won a tournament game. So that that's still kind of hold them back. If you honestly, if you look at the Power Five, they're probably not the worst program of all time, but they are the one without a tournament win. Mm, they're the only one. Yeah, the only one. They sit alone, and they're pretty close to the worst program of all time. Right. Just the other one would be maybe Northwestern. Northwestern. There's a few teams that just like winning percentage wise are a little bit worse. But, right. Um, you're really arguing over <laughs> just sad. It's just like that I, that, that's the thing is when you look at Fred Hoiberg, he was legitimately the home run hire, yes. and I, Scott Frost was too. And obviously it hasn't worked out to expectations. I think that changes this year. But no matter which way you look at it, he hasn't reached expectations. And neither has Fred Hoiberg. But let's be honest, what are your expectations? To make it to the NIT? I think if you stick with Hoiberg, you're still going to be put in a better position to win a tournament game. I don't know what the alternative is. I don't know if any of us know what the alternative is. Like Rick Pitino? 
I don't know. <laughs> like if that if that's the name that you're throwing out it's there, sure, maybe wins a tournament game this year. You know, it's always the the latest right. mid major guy that's doing well that wants more money. Um, yeah, and uh, for what it's worth, I don't think that it's it's again if, if things go. I don't. I hate to say this, even disastrous. If things go to expectations, what you're going to see in your preseason basketball magazines is not a whole lot of people picking Nebraska higher than 12th in the Big Ten, and as they shouldn't, maybe maybe last. Um, and again, yeah, like you're saying. So I don't even want to say if things go disastrous. If things go as as maybe predicted, um, and Nebraska doesn't get a whole lot better this year, um, I I don't think you you scare yourself into not being able to move on. I don't know. Because then you still have to look at recruiting, and then you're going to start from scratch on that end. And it, 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 Listen, I understand at some point in time, you have to just cut your losses and move on. Sure. Right. I understand that, and I'm agreeing with because you. Because Tim Miles got them to the tournament. So this whole idea that some mid-major that coming up right. can't get I mean, Barry Collier but didn't, Doc Sadler didn't. It's not going to hit every time. Out of, I you think know. your goal has to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, to win a tournament game, to finally get that monkey off your back. And I think Fred Hoiberg, even though he hasn't been very successful up to this point in time, he puts you in the best position to do that. Best position of what? To win a tournament game. He's what proven do he's he done it at the, the Power 5 level. He's shown that he can recruit at the Power 5 level. You have all the resources but the way that he for Nebraska was, basketball. He did it in a way that was like, okay, he's taking advantage of the transfer portal before it was cool to take advantage of the transfer portal. Right. Now everybody's got his recipe and everybody's using his recipe. I would and, still say he's a good coach. I would say I'd say he's a good coach. He's a solid coach. He has I sure he hasn't shown it, but let's not act like it's just so easy to coach basketball in Nebraska. Like it, 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 it the odds are stacked against you. When yeah, you coach but you still I mean you got to be able to put more wins together than the single digit number they had that ten. they're getting to. They had 10. All right. They ten. had 10. 10's not Watch what you better. say there, Bach. They had 10. <sighs> Late season run. Uh, that is true, <laughs> but two ranked teams. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean it's it's. I, I and, and and Nick did a good job, and Nick and Enrico are both kind of excited for what this season holds for for Nebraska basketball. I'm glad they are. I just don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of buzz about it for most people. Like I was saying the other day, I got the email for as a season ticket holder. It's like okay, you got to sign up by July something or other if you want to oh. keep your tickets. And I'm thinking, do I want to keep my tickets? Uh, did you? I haven't decided yet, and I think a lot of people are probably in that boat where because I mean, if you if Nebraska ever takes off, then you lose your kind of rank and order of where right. you can sit, right? You right. sit yourself yeah. process. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you're um, it, it, it's just tough. I I I think that you know you have and, and the other part is I mean at least they kept Derek Walker and, and C.J. Wilcher. So you got I mean uh, Casey Tamanaga, some of those guys that 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 you kind of know playing on Japan's national team, by but the way. this brand new. Go to paint every year. Like, we love it for football, but we criticize it for basketball. And it's just, you know, it's not, it's, there's no continuity in it. And it's hard as a fan to connect with people that you only see for one year. Which is part of the problem. And I think that's why Strict's teams were so successful and why there was a little bit more buzz around the program. Gus says, got my Husker Hoop season ticket renewal email the other day, leaning 60 40 towards no. Yeah. I would say if you, Polled Nebraska basketball ticket holders, season ticket holders, other than the ones that sit essentially courtside or a couple rows up who have those seats. And like your to your point, Bach, if there ever is an off chance that Nebraska does blow up and they become a good basketball program, those are the seats you're going to want, especially in Pinnacle Bay Green right there on the court. Outside of those, I would say that's probably the general consensus for Nebraska basketball season ticket holders. 60% probably would say no. 
Yeah, we'll see. I, I can't wait to see when they when you kind of put the numbers out on that is, you know, how much retention are they going to get? Because Nebraska fans will show up. All you have to do is give a little bit of you effort. You go 500. Yeah. Well, not even that, but just like lose games close at least. Like, you know, yeah. keep them engaged. Have have a cheering effort with guys that, you know, that, that dive on the floor and take charges. And, you know, it, that's that's yes. the Nebraska ball story is uh, a team that's undermanned but tries hard and uh, at least is, is able to, to punch up here and there throughout the year. Um, that's what we're used to. And, and that's what's sad is the Nebraska basketball program that we've – that I've known to come and love throughout my life. Like I said, 20 years without a draft pick from 98 uh, to 2018 or 19 or whatever it was. And that, that era was so much more fun than this Hoiberg era, despite the fact that you've had draft picks because of that, because, because you didn't have the talent. You knew you didn't have the talent every night on the court. They went out there um, more often than not and and gave it their all and and fought. And and you didn't expect them to win against the higher ranked teams, but they pulled off once in a while. Right. These last couple of years, it's just like, man, and and for what it's worth, and I'll I'll say this with the Hoiberg unit uh, is more often than not, they didn't lose. You know, it's not like they gave up on their coach or anything. Um, They were competitive in some of the bigger games. It was just the same predictable mistakes and and, and lack of attention to detail or effort and and, and that here and there. Um, That's got to change. And that's that's what part of my problem is this kind of we get into this offseason of just well, it's been long enough since I watched a game. Yeah, I can go back to my Hoiberg and, and Frost um, hype that I got into and one time believing on them. I'm telling you, the on-court or on-field coaching has been massively disappointing right. um, on both sides. Um, There's certainly more confidence in Frost, though. There has to be. Well, After the additions in the transfer portal right. and the changes in the coaching staff, which basketball also has some changes, credit to Hoiberg and that staff and, and Trev Alberts for uh, demanding a few changes, I would say there's far more confidence in the football program. Yeah, there is. I just, I just That's what I was As there should be. Glad to hear Nick give the basketball team some attention there because I think it's going to be few and far between. Um just because there's not a whole lot to go off of. They got, they got a new defensive coach. They've added some some more transfers that we can, you know, have a cup of coffee with, and we'll see how long <laughs> they'll be here. And, right. and, 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 and truly, we'll, we'll learn to love them. I love Husker Hoops season. I can't wait for it to get started. I just don't know if I'm going to get renew my season tickets. I don't know if I'm going to get – um, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to get, you know, talk themselves into thinking this is an NCAA tournament team. No. no. So, you know, it's just a, it's an uphill battle. Um, but, uh, I, and, and here's what I did remember saying now about the, uh, uh, about the Hoiberg situation. Oh, now you remember, huh? Is if you bring back Bryce, I'm in, then I think it's worth it. But if not, yeah, what's I'm worth it? Sure. Oh, bringing back Hoiberg. And I, and now that, that, that hasn't mm-hmm. happened, I'm still not sure, but they save money. They're saving money. Recruiting. <laughs> Recruiting goes into it. Yeah. It's just, Blaze Keita. Yeah. They've already had good recruiting classes. Ooh. Texter says, I have more confidence in Hoiberg. Yeah. You only need a couple guys to connect to turn things around. Well, they did have a five-star, though, and that didn't work out very well. And his brother. Yeah. So those are a couple guys. Maybe maybe someone higher than that. I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad to hear there is some optimism. There though, is some for, optimism for about Nebraska basketball, basketball because I don't true. want to drag everybody down again like I've been doing for football <laughs> season. <laughs> Which I, I'm turned over a new leaf. I'm more positive. Seven and five. Seven and five it is. Are you saying it? No, not yet. Oh, I'll still on. kind of think about it. But the All summer right. is draining on me. I'm getting more positive. <laughs> we'll be back here with Brian Munson uh, right around the corner.